0: John Boar, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Radio Harambe. This is Safari Mike, and we are going to talk about a South American mammal in a few minutes. But before we do, I want to remind everybody to go on our uh, tea Public store, which you can find by going to our social media on Twitter or X. It's at John Boar, everyone. And on Instagram, it's either Safari underscore Mike or Disney's Animal Kingdom. And there you'll find a link to our Public store where you can find all sorts of cool designs that we put on T-shirts and hoodies and mugs and mouse pads and the like. You can get everything from the Dawa Bar to the Maharaja Jungle Trek to um, the Thirsty River uh, Bar to uh, Disco Yeti and things like that. A lot of fun stuff designed by uh, the co-host of the regular Radio Harambe show, uh, Christina. But as I mentioned at the top of the uh, top of this, that I want to talk about a South American mammal. So why South American mammal? Well, as I'm sure listeners of our show know by now, uh, Disney has announced that they will, or they're considering, or will likely do a uh, Tropical America section to Disney's Animal Kingdom, and it will replace. What uh, Dinoland is currently uh, You know, we've talked about this On the last couple of episodes uh, With the interview with Joe Rody. We touched on it a little bit As well as the last regular episode Of Radio Harambe Where Christine and I discussed our thoughts On their announcements So I thought it might be a good idea To touch on a uh, rarely known animal From South America The capybara The capybara is a, the world's largest rodent And recently Disney put a photo op uh, surrounding Encanto, where uh, one of them is a uh, capybara, where that uh, is one of the cartoonish kind of animals that you're taking a picture next to. Anyway, like I said, it is the world's largest rodent. Uh, how big is it? Well, at its shoulder, it's two feet tall. So if you can imagine a, uh, a rodent that stands two feet tall at its shoulder, it kind of looks like a furry barrel with short legs. Its face is um, kind of looks like a beaver, so if you've ever seen a, 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 a beaver's face, uh, that's kind of what it looks like, well, only, of course, much larger. And like the beaver, it is uh, found in the water. In fact, its feet are webbed, and it has no tail. Now, it's found throughout South America, east of the Andes, so you won't find it in Chile, but uh, you will find it uh, east of the Andes um, in all sorts of water, not just the river's south america but also the ponds and swamps too its dry skin needs a lot of soaking time so it spends a lot of its time in the water and in fact uh, the the river the lake the pond that it lives by the swamp that it lives by really provides all the sustenance that the capabara needs because it eats uh, almost exclusively water plants it is also um, adapted to stay in the water for long periods of time. Like the hippo, its eyes, ears, and nose are all sort of kind of close to the top of the head, so it could be almost completely underwater uh, and still breathe. But even if it was completely submerged, the capybara can stay underwater for uh, about five minutes, which, of course, is, you know, no whale, but five minutes is an awfully long time to be holding its breath underwater. Uh, You try that. Um, And, of course... Like I said, it has web feet, which helps it swim. It is a rodent, which means, of course, that its teeth never stop growing. And anybody who has kept uh, an animal like that—rabbits, chinchillas, uh, gerbils—that kind of thing—you know—that could be in, in captivity. That could be a difficult thing to take care of the teeth. But in the wild, because of all the chewing and eating it does, um, it uh, these teeth continually grow throughout the animal's life, and they eat a lot. They can eat six to eight pounds of grass, uh, you know, water plants, water grass, a day. Now, here's a very uh, odd fact: they actually eat their own feces to help bacteria, to help uh, to get it into the stomach and help break down grass. So, they may look cute, but don't ever, don't ever kiss a capybara. Um, it does this because uh, grass is very difficult for, for animals to digest. We've all uh, seen cows and, and goats, and you've probably heard the term chew the cud, and what the, the cow does is it regurgitates it, the food that it's eaten the grass to chew it some more. And capybaras, uh, unlike almost any other rodent, do the same exact thing. Like a cow or a goat, it will regurgitate its food to chew it some more, because it's so difficult to break down and digest, they do these things um, to help uh, that process along. They live in groups. Uh, most uh, capybara groups in South America are up to ten animals. Uh, there's usually a dominant male uh, with one or two breeding females, and then a couple of other juvenile males and young. However, in some places the groups get awfully large. They could be up to 40 animals in, in a group. And the purpose to live in group is probably what you think, and that is more eyes to watch out for potential predators. A capybara is a staple on many animals' food uh, in South America, particularly jaguars, caimans, and anaconda. All uh, eat these animals. Uh, And even though they're quite large, uh, caimans and jaguars do regularly eat even male capybaras. Fortunately the animal is nowhere near extinct. It is considered what's called least concerned with its extinction, which means that it is uh, doing well in the wild. In fact, in just the Brazilian Pantanal alone, uh, the area of the uh, Amazon River and stuff, there is, there is estimated to be about 500,000 capybara. Um, there are some areas where due to hunting and there are places where they are hunted quite a bit, um, by locals, that the, the uh, population locally can be significantly reduced in some areas. But as a whole, the animal is doing well uh, in the wild. And they don't live it very long either. In captivity, a healthy capybaric usually only lives to be about 10 or 12 years old. And in the wild, with predation and disease, that could be significantly less. So that's a little information about the world's largest rodent. Uh, I hope we actually get some at Disney's Animal Kingdom if and when they open up the tropical Americas area. Uh, they are um, interesting animals, to say the least. And I hope I provided you with uh, you know a little information so that you know a little bit about capybaras. I want to thank you uh, for joining or for giving me just a few minutes to talk. And again, uh, just a reminder to go to our tea public store and, uh, as I neglected to say, every dime that we make, uh, from the t-shirts and the hoodies and the mouse pads and the stickers uh, goes to conservation uh, we are currently raising money for doles uh, we only recently uh, finished uh, uh, raising money for proyecto Titi, which was helping cotton top tamarins a neighbor of the capybara down in south america and uh, we were able to raise uh, nearly a hundred dollars for uh, proyecto Titi. so thank you for uh, buying t-shirts over the last month or so and um from now on, anything that uh, that you make or that you buy, just know that you know a few bucks from that T-shirt sale or that hoodie or whatever it is, uh, is going to go to, to a good cause uh, and now pr- protect the highly endangered Asian uh, canine, the dole. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of Safari Mike's Planet Watch. Kuharini, and go well.